Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. This episode is brought to you by Collinson, worldwide leaders in loyalty creating and orchestrating loyalty initiatives and programs for some of the world's biggest brands in travel, retail and financial services. Doing it globally for over 30 years. Want to know more? Go to collinsongroup.com. Welcome to episode 155 of Let's Talk Loyalty. As October draws to a close, I'm back talking with Dr. Najib Ben-Kether, Divisional Senior Vice President of Emirates Airline with responsibility for Skywards, the loyalty program that I get the most opportunity to use on a personal basis. So, as you can imagine, it's even more fascinating for me professionally. Najib was a guest on the show once before, which was just two weeks before the world went into lockdown in early 2020 as the global pandemic took hold. So I was fascinated to get insights on how Skywards has used these last 18 months, how their membership and engagement levels were affected, and also, of course, talk about the new paid loyalty proposition that has been added to the program known as Skywards Plus. I hope you guys enjoy my second recording with Skywards from Emirates Airline here in Dubai. So welcome back to the show, Dr. Najib Ben-Kether. How are you doing today? Good, good, Paula. And congratulations for reaching now 150 podcasts. Oh, (laughs) thank you, Najib. Actually, I was looking back. um, Your show was episode number 25. So we literally recorded, yes. And it was, would you believe, two weeks literally before uh, the world went into lockdown. So I I don't think we had any idea how dramatic the changes would be in the time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot lot to talk about. And also, I will congratulate you because you are in my top 10. In fact, you are my my seventh most listened to episode over the whole two years. Okay, we'll try to beat that this time. I think we need to get into the top five at least, Najib, huh? Sure, sure. <laughs> great, sure. great. So listen, get straight into it. Um, tell us your, your latest favorite loyalty statistic, Najib. Well, Paula, I think last time I talked about uh, engagement in general. I talked about, uh, you know, uh, flight active and program active members being uh, some of the stats that we we track. Um, uh, Obviously, um, given the pandemic, uh, truly partner active has been top of our mind. Uh, It was very important for us to track whether members stayed engaged with the program. So we continue to track that and watch it. And um, and, um, no surprise, we've seen the number of partner active solely partner active, meaning people who have not flown with us but just had a transaction with our partner either an earn or spend mm. nearly double uh, in terms of percentages so we went from about 17 percent that were solely partner active to about 33 percent that were solely partner active wow but i would like to to bring up something that that became our focus in the past um, year or so um uh, you know uh with the technology providing us with uh, with the possibility for us to to track these numbers but more and more we want we we, we talk about digital engagement 
And in particular, we look at um, a number of stats around uh, logged in members. Um, as, as, as you know, we do a lot of offers when people are coming on our website, in path. So it's important for us, for people to log in. So we, we mm. track how many people log in. Um, uh, and then on the uh, on the email side, we look at uh, at open rate. And uh, lately, we have done a lot in terms of personalization and nearly doubled the open rate for what for the monthly digest we send to our members. But wow. making it a bit more personalized, we have about eighty six variants of emails that go to members based on their tier, the number of miles they have their account, their engagement with our partners. So that has helped really uh, double the number of open rates we have on these types of emails but the one that is really i'd say translates to actual uh revenue uh, numbers is uh, is the conversion rate Uh, so the look uh, to book ratio that we have for members versus non-members and i think provides uh, an idea um, to the rest of our constituents um, and stakeholders of how important uh, loyalty is uh, mm. uh, for for, uh, for Emirates. Mm-hmm. And the conversion rate, just to give you an idea, uh, for uh, Skywars members versus non-Skywars members is about four to five uh, times wow. um, higher. And we, we track that again uh, to, to, again, provide uh, uh, some some idea around around the level of engagement of our members when mm. it comes to really uh, the time of purchase. So wow. that, that's that's the one stat you have for you and one that, that we're really focused on and we're doing a lot, uh, as I mentioned, in path yeah. uh, and also a lot to incentivize members to log in and then to be able to track their behavior when they're, they're on the website. Wow. Well, listen, Najib, I mean, uh, there's so many things I want to pick up on and what you said. So, I mean, I do remember in our last conversation, you had just come out of like a four year digital transformation. So it was almost like all of the pieces of the puzzle were in place. um, And now it's just a case of testing and refining. And I think we're both equally fans of testing. You've mentioned it so many times. (laughs) Absolutely. The open rate, doubling the open rate on an email, that's extremely difficult difficult to do. Can you tell us any specifics or is that um, is that possible to share what kind of open rates now you're actually achieving? We're, yeah, we're close to 30% now. Um, well, and wonderful. I would say even that, that 30% that we're reaching now with the latest version uh, of emails we're providing is more than three, three X, actually not even two X. Two X was the average uh, since we've started this whole personalization. Yeah. So that's, that's really a, a very good rate uh, and shows a level of engagement. As you mentioned, we do a lot of test and learn. Yeah. Uh, we see what works and what doesn't work and uh, obviously try to, um, you know, fine tune that as we go. Mm-hmm. But I mentioned 86 variants of emails. Probably at some point it will be even more um, <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, you know, the, yeah, when you add languages and, and other and other yeah. other parameters that you would be using. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, when I think about the one email I send out to my uh, subscribers, Najib, every week, um, Mm -hmm. I don't even get to get into variations, obviously, as just a a solo person, but 86 variations. And I'll have to go and check my open rate. But thank you for sharing that, Najib, because I think it's it's wonderful to hear 2x and 3x, but sometimes it's even more useful to have a number like a 30% open rate. You know, I think we can can all aspire to, to, to match with what you're achieving. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Paula. I just want to, I mean, on, on personalization in particular, because this is this is truly, you know, there's a lot of debate around like, you know, yeah. all the investment we do around personalization, if it's bearing some fruit. I mean, this is a good example. Uh, 
Um, in a recent survey that I've seen, truly, you ask members, and personalization is very important, uh, mm. um, you know, for, for members. So mm. uh, it is, it is, uh, it's important for us to just, uh, you know, jump on the bandwagon. It's, it's been part of the transformation that we started, as you mentioned, four years ago, yeah. and now we're seeing or bearing fruit. Uh, this work's been done, obviously, in, in close partnership with our uh, marketing department, uh, leveraging course. some of the, the the tools that they have uh, put in place. Yeah, yeah. No, I, if anything, Emirates has an extraordinary marketing team. So um, something I know you guys are extremely proud of. And it's amazing to hear that. So, so phenomenal. So I guess the, the most obvious question then, Najib, really, I suppose, just because of the industry and the mm-hmm. airline industry, we're obviously now in October 2021. As I yeah. said, it was March 2020. So we almost have a before and after with the pandemic. <laughs> um, yes. And clearly, you know, like everywhere else, Dubai had a, a lockdown. But I, I've often said, you know, history, I think, will show that Dubai had the most extraordinary management with only six weeks of exactly. lockdown. Like we We've been I can so only lucky. Agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can only agree. Uh, yeah. And we've seen it in our numbers uh, as well, uh, Paula. Here, in terms of of the UAE. Yeah. Um, you know, one one item that I could provide is you know our relationship with Dubai Mall. So I look at, mm. uh, I would say. Um, you know, immediately after the the lockdown, uh, uh, of course, all the, the the health measures were put in place, so precautionary measures. But people went back, yeah. and 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 uh, you know, physically actually been in the mall. If I look at our engagement in the mall for our members, mm. our numbers. Um, uh, it, you know, after the lockdown, mm. uh, actually started even beating the pre-COVID numbers. We had more transactions from members wow. yeah. and more spend uh, than uh, than 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 pre-COVID. Mm. Yeah. So it's one one of the partners that has performed extremely well. And to see that retail in general, uh, when people were not flying, uh, all our activities on the retail side have actually worked uh, very well as well for us. Yeah, yeah. So would you say that's probably the biggest um, change, Najib? Because mm-hmm. I know there's a very clear positioning that Skywards is no longer just a, you know, an airline loyalty program yeah. Um, yeah. very much the lifestyle program. Obviously, Fly Dubai is part of the family as well. So so what other changes would you have um, mm-hmm. seen coming through in the last 18 months? So, so one statistics maybe to 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 reflect uh, that uh, we were, I say, lucky that we have engaged this whole transformation, as you mentioned, from an FFP into a lifestyle loyalty, uh, is the fact that during this this pandemic uh, in, in in last year, the earn uh, on flights versus the earn on partners has uh, really um, just uh, swung um, oh, overnight. So okay. basically, yeah. from a 70 30, uh, where, where it was earned on flights uh, versus partner, it became 30 70. So 70% of the wow. miles were earned during oh, the financial year 2021. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're earned on partners. But again, you know, the, 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 the preparation that we've done, uh, not, not that we knew that, that something like this would hit us, but just all, all the work that we've done actually um, uh, allowed us uh, to have that level of engagement uh, g- during a time where it was, uh, where, you know, where, where nearly we yeah. had uh, through an operation ch- shutdown uh, from an airline perspective. Obviously, we rebuilt uh, mm. since then, but 
you know, for for a few months, uh, it was very difficult to uh, to get people to to fly. Obviously, except for for uh, some uh, mm. emergency uh, flights. Of course. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so so that took place, and during the pandemic itself, we've accelerated uh, uh, the onboarding of a number of partners. So we we continued on that. Um, we also we had it uh, uh, obviously in our, our plans, but for example, Skyward's Miles Mall, which uh, which works on uh, you know uh, providing uh, people with access to to e-commerce sites and getting yeah. them to earn miles on e-commerce sites. Mm-hmm. You know, we've accelerated that and implemented it uh, du- during the um, the COVID time. Uh, we implemented UK US in in July uh, 2020, yes, and more recently uh, the UAE in uh, April 21. So, okay. so uh, I yeah. think the pandemic offered us. Uh, truly a good a good uh, a good business case for us to to push for this especially with the with the rise of e-commerce oh for sure yeah yeah it almost you know in some ways from an operational perspective i guess it just gave you the breathing space to say okay what are the other priorities alongside the the airline side to build the lifestyle side Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I was just looking at the uh, the Skywards Mall just before we came on, Najib. So um, certainly from a UAE perspective, very happy to see UNAS and some other brilliant yeah. regional brands in there. So yeah. we should say uh, just acknowledge our friends in Collinson. I know that they supported you with uh, with developing that whole proposition. Uh-huh. Yes, absolutely. I think we we wouldn't have been able to onboard uh, nearly two thousand partners, um, you know, across these three geographies uh, if it were not yeah. working with, uh, um, you know, with a platform like Collinson, um, yeah. you know, and 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 that allowed us really to scale scale very ra- rapidly in in these three markets. By the way, these three markets total nine million members for us, so it was very <laughs> important for us to be able to yeah um, to re- to reach them at the time where. Um, um, they were again not flying at the time where e-commerce was on the rise, and um, the Skyward Miles Mall uh, really proposition is around uh, reaching out, uh, you know, mm. the, some of the big brands in the UK uh, like John Lewis, Selfridges, Harrods, yeah. uh, or in the US like Macy's and Bloomingdale's, and here as you mentioned uh, for the UAE brands like Unas, mm. Level Shoes, or uh, West Elm, or um, or mm. or, um, or Sharaf DJ. Yeah. So um, yeah. Uh, absolutely. I think it, it is a good way for us to engage our members um, and then to uh, mm. ride a little bit on this uh, e-commerce wave. I think you're totally right, Najib. I think the the affiliate model has been around, mm-hmm. you know, as a cashback yeah. model, I think mainly for certainly 20 years that that I've been working in, in travel. Yep. So I know you and I both go back a, a long way, Najib, in our, our travel <laughs> and airline careers. But um, but yes, I think the cashback piece never had the loyalty angle, never got that sense mm-hmm. of um, connection. I think yeah. that, um, that you can do with, you know, under the brand of Skywards Miles and Skywards yeah. Mall. I just think it's a, yeah. it's a very clever strategy. Yeah. And as you said, uh, another huge piece of the puzzle through a very difficult time. Exact, exact. And this uh, this basically complements what we do on retail in general and on the brick and mortar side. I, I just mentioned Dubai Mall. Uh, you probably know also about what we do with the Bister Village yes. um, in about 11 uh, global locations now and what we do with Skywars every day on uh, as well, uh, where we engage with about 1,500 uh yeah. Brick and mortar um, retail here in the in the UAE. So yeah, uh, it's 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 again pieces of the puzzle coming together in some way. So 
Brilliant, brilliant. And I noticed a lovely thing that you have on your LinkedIn profile, Najib, as well, which I'm guessing might be even pre-COVID, but you can um, help me understand this. But you literally explained that obviously you're leading the loyalty program, but it was elevated instead of being a business unit previously, Mm. certainly when I was with Emirates, (laughs) it's now an entire division within Emirates. So when did that actually repositioning happen, Najib? Just pre-COVID, uh, as we were reaching three years in our transformation and and uh, putting together our ambition plan going uh, forward, uh, we have um, you know specific targets that we put on ourselves for uh, to reach by financial year 25-26. By then, okay. we would have gone through ten years of transformation. Yeah, um, yeah. I think uh, there was a, an, an awareness, I think, among among the management that uh, this is a piece of the business that they wanted to invest in. And obviously, uh, there is growth uh, in what we are doing and then the impact of loyalty in general. Mm. I think we tried to convince everybody that all, everything we're doing around partnerships is actually bringing back value to the airline in some way or fashion because we're bringing in maybe a new audience. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. uh, you've, you've seen, for example, the launch that we've done in the U.S. with Built, mm. which is a renters program in the U.S. This whole idea was there to, uh, to, uh, to address uh, the millennial segment. Um, and uh, yeah, so, you know, I think there is an awareness that that the program can do even more moving from an FFP to a lifestyle. Um, and, and therefore, I think it was a, it was a, it was a token of appreciation. Wonderful. Uh, in particular, allowing us a bit more empowerment in terms of, of uh, making the strategy, uh, yeah. you know, uh, implement the strategy. Yeah, but I think it's a great message for loyalty professionals that listen to this show, Najib, because, you know, we've talked about, you (laughs) know, (laughs) there is hope. (laughs) It's like if Najib has done it, everybody can do it. So (laughs) for sure. sure. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important, Najib, because and I know we talked about this the last time that we were together, because I felt, you know, in my own time, you know, running programs um, operationally, that there was often a lot of resistance from maybe Mm -hmm. finance people um, in terms of exactly, you know, why are we investing in this asset? You know, is it Mm -hmm. it really giving us the returns? So clearly an airline like Emirates is not going to elevate um, their entire loyalty program to a business division unless those profits are coming Mm -hmm. through. So I just love to hear stories like that. It's it's very important for the industry. I want to stress the fact that obviously, you know, um, this is a, a good margin business. It's uh, there's profit associated with with everything we're doing in, term, in terms of selling miles. That obviously is one of the KPIs we follow, and it's it's a way for us to reinvest in the program as well. But ultimately, truly, it's you know the main KPI is bringing more people to fly with Emirates. Of course, and we're doing that. And and when I mentioned earlier uh, conversion to be a, a very important KPI, conversion is about yeah. getting people to come to the website uh, who are, you know, again, uh, who are engaged with the program mm. uh, and, and then to getting them to book ultimately and doing and using incentives uh, when they are on the website and, and, and personalized incentives yeah. to get them to book. And ultimately, that type of uh, KPI federates everybody. So it's it's not it's not something that is purely a skywards uh, yeah. piece that I think everybody understands within the commercial organization, within finance mm. with it, that mm. if we do something around that and we prove the, the value of loyalty then 
then the business case is is done and then yeah. i think you have you have support from finance you have support from marketing you have support mm. from legal we can be a nightmare for a lot of our stakeholders <laughs> because we push Oops. we push a lot i mean especially i i have i have a thought for our for our for our, for our uh, legal uh, uh, department in particular with the number of partnerships we're doing and, yeah. and every one of them they have to go and work oh, with us well, yeah. uh, to make these things happen the, the clearly um, one thing we've done uh, Paula, is that really we um, put a, a PMO uh, function in place um, that is very, uh, uh, help us prioritize through the initiatives. We started the year, believe it or not, with about 180 initiatives. Wow. We have really narrowed that down to about, um, let's say, 20, I think 17 we nice. ended up with. Okay. And, and that whole work required for us a certain discipline. Um, so there's no lack of ideas, but, you know, we oh. understand the bandwidth that we have to work with. And it's very important for us to, to manage things properly. Love it. Okay. So your advice sounds like do less and and do it. Obviously, then you've got more capacity for excellence, I guess, when you're focused on fewer things. Exact. Exact. And and, and on this as well, I think I think a lot of us like the new stuff. Yes, it's uh, uh, totally. The reality is, is, uh, (laughs) is, yeah, that's very exciting. And I know for for, for our team, it's it's very motivating. But I remind everybody uh, and my team, I think, is, is, uh, you know, agree with me on this. So we need to sweat the existing assets as well. So, you know, if we have a relationship that's been established with our partners, it's important to go and do the best in terms of of driving more with these partners. Yeah. Um, You know, you know, so, so you have to find the right balance between the new and then the existing and trying to grow the existing as well. So that's that's true. Yeah. And and one we I don't think mentioned even last time, Najib, but I am a huge fan of. So we've already talked about Dubai Mall and I was there this morning. So again, yeah. delighted with that one. <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And <laughs> don't and, forget to scan your receipts though. <laughs> oh, of course. All done. All done. But the other one sure. I love that you, that you did, and I think it's a couple of years old as well, Najib, but it's the Dubai Duty Free Partnership. So exactly. I'm sure is that one? I'm sure that's growing phenomenally as well for you. Yeah, it worked well uh, again during the pandemic. Obviously, not a lot of uh, activity at the, at the airport, but now things are uh, booming again. So uh, we will see more engagement there. But if I look at pre-COVID levels, uh, uh, Dubai Duty Free was really uh, a very good redemption channel. Uh, it works well with our lifestyle retail, but it's also tied back to travel. Mm. Um, and then what we've seen there is is very interesting. Is that, um, for example, we you know our uh, our um, India-based members um, use a lot uh, Dubai Duty Free for redemption um, um, because, you know, the flights are pretty full out of India, and they're going to be even more now that we have don't have the the number the frequency that that we used yeah. to uh, at least for 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 now as we're ramping up. Sure. Um, that this is a, a way for them to um, again to um, to use their miles, um, and and we've seen a, a big uh, a big uh, engagement uh, with Dubai Duty Free from mm. our India base. Uh, so, Wonderful. Okay. Yeah. It's good to know. Great, great. Um, talk to me a bit just then about overall numbers, Najib. Have you managed to grow the overall membership of Skywards mm. given, as we said, there's been, um, you know, so, such limitations mm. in terms of the ability to fly? Exactly. Yeah. Now, of course, not at the same pace we used to uh, to grow. We used to grow at around uh, 15, 16% a year uh, since we started the transformation. Um, and okay. we have now reached uh, nearly 28 million members. Uh, oh, brilliant. Uh, wow. 
Yeah. And and so that's that's a lower growth from from before. I think the last time we talked, we were about 27 million. Yeah. Uh, so we added about a million during the pandemic. Wow. Now, very interesting is during the pandemic, because a lot of people who were flying were flying also with us for the first time, because, you know, they, they uh, again, we were one of the few few airlines that, that were flying on, on certain flows mm. that offered us uh, really uh, an opportunity for us to acquire new members. Mm-hmm. A- and we did so. We made it much easier now, a uh, few QR codes at the airports, uh, check-in. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anybody to be able to just uh, you know scan the QR uh, code and then and and then be able in in a couple of um, you know uh, mm. um, uh, your touches to yeah a few steps yeah. to to right. to enroll so right. we're doing a lot at the airport at touch points um, uh, and through partners as well so uh, right. that's been a, a good acquisition uh, play for us. Okay, great, great. And I guess one of the biggest things that you've done as well in uh, recent months, I believe it's about two months old now, but tell us about Skywards Plus. You launched a, a paid yeah. loyalty program. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can, you, I think, I think uh, the jury is out to call it or not a paid loyalty program because <laughs> I think of it as something that really uh, 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 as an add-on to, to our um, existing loyalty program sure. uh, with, with, uh, you know, with the, with the different tiers that we have have based on on your uh, travel activity obviously mm. and the tier miles that you're acquiring uh, but when we thought you know thought about the, the different tiers and see can we overlay the existing program with something um, else uh, that could bring value to our uh, members so for your blue members for example with the with the basic program uh, basic uh, scours plus uh, offering mm. we're allowing them to have certain benefits or privileges um, you know go um, you know like uh, uh, lounge access or extra baggage allowance uh, so that is much more catered to them on top of the the, the bonus miles that they, they would receive and then the discounted upgrade that they would get. Mm-hmm. And then for the higher tier members who are truly uh, wanting to retain uh, their tier uh, status, mm-hmm. we're offering more of the premium package that that allows you to have uh, 20% more tier miles on every flight you, you fly and therefore mm-hmm. making it easier for you to, to retain your tier. So it's it's very interesting, but 50% of the, of the people who have subscribed um, are actually silver and above. Um, okay. And they're seeing value on top of the benefits that they're receiving today mm-hmm. uh, by, in, by 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 subscribing to to, to Skywards Plus. Um, now, you know, again, we're we're ramping up uh, as an airline, and hopefully, we'll see much more traction uh, around this program. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, there is, uh, there's a, I think there's, there's literature around, around uh, people being much more engaged when they're in, in yeah. the, when they're subscribing and in a, uh, to a program and, and, and paying for it. Totally. We are somewhat in between where we're just say, you know, we keep the structure that we have today. We're not yeah. selling the tiers per se, but we're overlaying this with uh, additional benefits. Uh, that that people can take. I can mm. tell you from from a, uh, from a benefit perspective, uh, the one piece that that we've seen has the biggest consumption is the discounted upgrades. That continues to be in general upgrades continue okay. to be uh, the most attractive uh, way for people uh, to redeem their miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for us, providing the twenty percent uh, discount has has made it even more attractive. And we see again that. Yeah. Silver and above members see value in in uh, in both the 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 discounted upgrades and yeah. on uh, tier miles uh, bonuses that they're receiving. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, th- so that's a benefit that I think you get uh, once a year, if I'm correct with the, um, with the program. So yeah. I, I love the idea, for example, of doing that when you're taking maybe the big, say family holiday. Exactly. Again, so, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I think when you get the most yeah. impact. So yeah. yeah, rather than using it, maybe just for my individual flight, let's do it when there's four people going. So yeah. we, we yeah. each get our 20%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great, great. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're right, absolutely, Najib. Um, first of all, the jury's out on, you know, is there <laughs> such a thing as a paid loyalty program? Yeah. Um, and, and what qualifies and how do, how do we distinguish between a business model, a loyalty program? And obviously, we're, we're going to keep the, the core loyalty programs, but adding yeah. in these new propositions, I think, is very important. Yeah. 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 But mm. uh, I, I will quote, actually, the, the um, statistic, which I know we talked about off air ourselves, which I'll make sure to link to in the show notes for people. But there's just so much appetite around paid loyalty in general. Um, I was really impressed. I came across one um, a statistic mm-hmm. from McKinsey, which I'm yeah. sure everybody knows the, the yeah. um, consulting firm. And they quoted that, and this is 2020 figures, in fact, that, um, you know, essentially members of paid loyalty programs are 60% more likely to spend on the brand after paying to subscribe, whereas mm-hmm. a free loyalty program only increases the likelihood of increased spend by 30%. It's absolutely extraordinary. Mm, interesting. Yeah. 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 Yeah, much more engaged uh, people, I think, uh, when they when when they pay for it. Um, I mean, yeah. uh, obviously for us also, the 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 you know people are actually subscribing. Um, most of the benefits, if not all of them, are related to flying. Yes, and therefore the, it's a good indication that 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 uh, people. Um, uh, that 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 you know people are are going back and flying and uh, so yeah. if people are subscribing it means that there's uh, it's yeah. a positive sign I think yeah yeah well again definitely one the next time you're on the show Najib I'll definitely be uh, <laughs> <laughs> making sure to reference it again because I know you're in soft launch phase still I think very much at the moment yes. yeah uh, exactly exactly and we're fine tuning as you mentioned earlier test and learn is important for us so we're we're learning from this we we did a first uh, one um, I think it was a uh, uh, year and a half ago when we started this we we tried it uh, with only one proposal this time we went with uh, three packages mm. um, based on on all the information we received uh, or we, you know the insight we gained from that that testing phase yeah. now we're going to go through this and also learn from it and see how to fine tune it add maybe more benefits okay. uh, over time. Uh, th- yeah. to members so that over time and then and then see how it works yeah uh, yeah going forward but so far so good uh, and then uh, we're seeing good good traction Great, great. Yeah. And I'm sure there's market specific pricing as well that has to be considered, you know. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually as well. We will, we will, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And not everyone can afford in every country the same. So, exactly. I guess the same way airfares vary by by point of origin. So, (laughs) yeah. Super, super complicated. We have that level of sophistications. Absolutely. Yeah. Great, great. Tell us also then, I love, uh, I think I said to you, the uh, the points.com partnership, I found myself um, doing the mathematics <laughs> and working out exactly when there was a fabulous offer came into me with a 40% discount to buy yeah. more Skyward Smiles. So I was very excited. Yeah. Um, I did do a lot yeah. of um, <laughs> calculations yeah. to work it out, but uh, tell us, how's that exactly. going for you? Uh, extremely well, and once again, you know, we made we made uh, we made the decision when we started this whole uh, transformation four years ago that we will find 
the right partners to work with to scale the program. Um, so we don't have to invent everything. If something is being done somewhere, we should just learn from it and work with with the best out there to just go and, and do it. Yeah. I think you mentioned Collinson for for the Scholars Miles Mall. For points and what uh, and the work we're doing with them, um, you know, if, if I compare where we were from from this whole Miles retailing piece yeah. um, before uh, we engaged with them and now now as in pre-COVID, uh, we we multiplied by three uh, the um, wow. uh, the number of miles uh, that that were uh, retailed retailed as in either Selling. Uh, yeah. sold or or transferred or you know one one of the one one of the products that we have yeah. with points.com okay uh, as a matter of fact during the pandemic if i compare during the pandemic to 5 years ago when we didn't have this relationship or even 4 years ago when we didn't have the relationship with with points it was 60% higher than than uh, than uh, you know when 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 we didn't have this relationship so mm. i can only say that this whole mm. uh, uh, work with with points has helped us uh, uh, a lot mm. in particular i think what we found uh, very interesting we work together and with our marketing department uh, uh, in terms of putting some campaigns, you've seen them yourself. You referred to them, uh, Paula. Yeah, for sure. yeah. These are targeted uh, campaigns that we do on a monthly basis. Okay. Uh, you you've seen, I'm sure, multiple types of campaigns. We try to personalize them also. Totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we're 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 using different variants, and we're again mm. points. Uh, our marketing department and ourselves are learning from these interactions and. and obviously seeing where the value is but yeah. i can say that the feedback from the members is as excellent it shows in the numbers as i mentioned mm. even during pandemic we did 60 percent higher than than when we had a, a more yeah. of a stale uh, uh, proposition uh, before uh, before in, in 2014 mm. yeah. yeah and i think part of the genius around that whole proposition as you alluded to is the the level of control being able to mm -hmm. turn it on turn it off and have exactly. that level of flexibility so yeah it, it adds urgency as well i think for somebody like uh, me who's you, a member you, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I you know that, yeah. And, yeah and i, I think also <laughs> the, the the work that we would be doing in path as well when people are, are looking for upgrades etc and they are they don't have the the, the number of miles required this yeah. is the best time to put an offer in front of them to convert them uh, as we go and this is you know we get smarter as we go yeah and trying to understand a bit more uh, the intent and and be able to to put the right offers in front of, of the right members yeah i love that in path piece and i know anybody who's in the world of e-commerce which obviously you are and mm -hmm. um, you know <laughs> putting it literally like the right solution when the pain is literally just yeah. you know becoming visible to the person you know at that point is is very clever stuff so and, and very difficult yeah. technically in my experience yeah yeah. It, it is difficult technically now. I I brought that concept with me when I I, I don't know ah, if you know Bola, but I I've, I've managed well I managed Travelocity, the online travel agency, yes. uh, a few years back, about ten years ago. Yeah. And, and we were we were all the you know we're doing a lot of A/B testing. We were doing a lot in terms of of uh, of conversion and in particular a lot of work on the in-path piece as well. Okay. It's very very difficult. Yeah. Uh, with with artificial intelligence today, and this is really where our focus is uh, in the next uh, year or so is to try to go beyond uh, just uh, doing um, you know uh, which is discrete offers to be to make it to make it a bit more dynamic and to understand truly the intent 
uh, of the, the 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 member who's visiting and to be able to yeah. understand again his background her background and then be able to put the right offer in in front of them so yeah you know um when you visit uh what type of you know uh, the flight you're looking for cabin etc based also on your profile will be able to to offer you something that's um, that's very uh, very targeted to you yeah. Yeah. No. And I've noticed it, obviously, like anytime I go, you know, so regularly and, you know, check my various destinations that I aspire to go to um, just to get a sense on flights and timings and pricing mm-hmm. and all of that kind of research. You know, obviously, immediately the, the offer comes through with a reminder, yeah. you know, to make sure, <laughs> yeah. you know, want to travel to Absolutely, Dublin, Paula? Yeah. Like, yeah, of course yeah, yeah. I would. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of work around abandoned carts that we're doing as well. Okay. Both, both yeah. on the on the miles retailing piece, but also on the flights piece as well to okay. be able to to, yeah. to target back uh, members as well. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost like as loyalty managers now we do need to be e-commerce experts as well, very much to understand this. Yeah. You know, you know, the abandoned shopping carts, I remember from my time years ago um, and e-bookers, mm-hmm. you know, it is it's a significant issue online. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. The other piece that I know is is great to have back, Najib, but again, a global audience might be um, as familiar with it, but the whole um, Skywards exclusives. Um, so mm. leveraging all of the Emirates sponsorship assets, uh, particularly now, yeah. again, when people, I think, are excited to get back into the real world, to get yeah. to conferences and get to sporting events. So tell us all about the, yeah. the Skywards exclusive proposition. I love it. Yeah, it is again one. I mean, I, I for us, it's a way also to gamify the uh, the engagement with our with our members, especially the auction part or the bidding part. I think where we we found it was uh, something that the members liked. Um, oh, cool. got, You know, yeah. this yeah. is this is in pre pre COVID. We had people <laughs> bidding, you know, 300,000 miles for a, for a, for a, you know for a Formula One. Wow. Uh, and and you know, three hundred thousand yeah. miles. That's twenty round trips uh, to London. Yeah. So <laughs> to earn them. So. Wow. So uh, it's, it's good to see that that level of engagement. And I know uh, people missed all these events, obviously, for for, uh, for for a good reason. Now we're back. Yeah. Uh, as you know, here in Dubai, we're hosting uh, the ICC Men's T20 World Cup. Yes. Um, we will have we will have some offerings there. Um, uh, and this is this is very obviously starts, uh, I think, uh, from 17th of October yeah. until 14th of November. Okay. Yeah, and starting at three thousand miles, you can actually buy uh, a ticket to watch round one uh, of of uh, of the of the cricket. But Formula One is coming back as well. Uh, football with Arsenal, with uh, Olympic Lyonnais, with the Real Madrid, with AC Milan. Wow. So we're 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 back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in full swing there. Um, yeah. In terms of uh, of uh, offering for our members, and as as I mentioned, it's something that's uh, yeah. There's there are some uh, general uh, um, admission uh, tickets, and then we have hospitality tickets that uh, usually are put for for an auction. Okay. Um, and we've got we've got members uh, doing that. It's, ve- it's very engaging. I think as an experience, is uh, yeah. if you try it, um, you know, Paula, you'll see what what I'm talking about. Well, I was going to say I've obviously missed the auction piece, um, and maybe just because there's <laughs> <laughs> been no no events to go to, but um, there's plenty coming up as you mentioned. Um, my yeah. personal favorite is the um, the uh, Emirates Airline Rugby Sevens Tournament. So yes, it's that's, coming. That's yes, happening. it's coming. You will see, you will see that. 
yeah. as well. And of course, you know, we have tennis uh, as well yeah. uh, now coming. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So, and baseball in the US. So, wow. you, you know, all the sports that we, we sponsor. So we'll, we'll be there on all it's of them. Yeah, rugby being one of them, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Well, I suppose um, you already mentioned um, a little about future trends, Najib, um, with the artificial intelligence um, mm-hmm. and the increasing interest in personalization and making sure that that, I suppose, yeah. relevance piece continues to stay front and center. Anything else that you're focused on, I suppose, from you know a Skyward's perspective that um, might be you know coming up in the next year or two or any other future trends that you think we as loyalty professionals should, should be thinking mm-hmm. about? Um, no, I mean, like a, a couple of things, maybe, uh, Paula, that, that we have started even uh, pre-COVID that we're trying to fine tune and 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 uh, and improve on as well. You know, Skywards, my family, uh, we launched it uh, in 2018. Nice. Um, now we're, we're reached about a million members on that. Uh, and then uh, we've in the latest enhancement, we allow the family to pool miles, even that not only earned on flights, but also earned on partners as well. Okay. Um, this is a, a good way for us to, you know, we cater a lot to family as Emirates. Yeah. So it's important for us to, uh, to, uh, to have uh, an offering like that. We're mm-hmm. also looking at the Sky Surfer program, which is uh, our kids program or young flight program to try to see how we can enhance that okay. as well there's a, a good segment there with that we are working on we're trying uh, as well um, I think you've you've seen us also uh, increase the number of conversion partners that we have uh, uh, yes. across so we're we're, yeah. we're working on that globally we're also y- using some platforms like Asanda and points uh, to make that happen mm-hmm. we'll be launching uh, a couple uh, actually in in the next uh, few days uh, that you'll hear about mm-hmm. uh, so you know, in general, we continue with uh, with this high pace of of, of bringing uh, partners on board, of catering to different segments, of understanding our members a bit more, mm-hmm. uh, doing more on personalization, uh, using technology a bit more as well, and doing more on the on the digital uh, digital front. Yeah. Um, but I think I think it's truly right now. Uh, it's you know back to the basics. We have to help the airlines uh, recover uh, okay. in, in, in any yeah. way we can. Uh, yeah. and, and, and I think that's our biggest focus is to see how we can, mm. we can make that happen and how we can uh, reward our members and keep that loyalty um, yeah. that we have uh, earned throughout the years and not let it, let it go uh, you know, and, and, and do the right thing for, for our members again and for our uh, anchor airline. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right, Najib. Um, I think what we've all learned through these last very difficult months, especially for you guys, is um, how powerful the loyalty proposition is yep. and yep. The, the memberships and the uh, the relationships, actually, more importantly. So, mm-hmm. you know, it drives the stickiness, it drives the revenue. And um, yeah. yes, I think your first role yeah. is to support the airlines. So um, they're very lucky to exact. have you. So listen, <laughs> yeah, great Thank you, work. Paula. Not at all. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to mention, Najib, before we wrap up? Uh, no, I think that's it. I think I, I hope uh, we'll get to talk to you again uh, down the road, maybe with with more stuff happening oh, uh, in totally. the year. Just stay, so stay tuned. Totally. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, it's always super exciting, Najib. And there's amazing work you're doing. So um, thank you for the opportunity to, to pick your brains, to learn from what's going on and definitely look forward to even the next one. So Najib and Keller. Thanks, Paula. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much. Let's talk loyalty. Thank you. This show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer. 
the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news, insights, and research. The Wise Marketeer also offers loyalty marketing training through its Loyalty Academy, which has already certified over 170 executives in 20 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. For more information, check out thewisemarketeer.com and loyaltyacademy.org. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like me to send you the latest show each week, simply sign up for the show newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and I'll send you the latest episode to your inbox every Thursday. Or just head to your favorite podcast platform, find Let's Talk Loyalty and subscribe. Of course, I'd love your feedback and reviews and thanks again for supporting the show. Music